Denzel Muyeretti, popularly known as DJ Denzel UG, you're a TV personality, radio presenter, DJ. My goodness, you're a superstar in Uganda. Welcome to Five Drive. <laughs> Thanks a lot, man. Good to have you. I'm sorry, good to have me joining you all the way. I'm so used to doing the interview. Now it feels like I'm welcoming you, but you're welcoming me. So yeah, uh, it's great to be on 5FM all the way from Uganda. Thanks for having me. Look, I'm definitely being welcomed into your time. So I'm very grateful to be speaking to you right now, all the way from South Africa, connecting you to Uganda. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Always great to connect. Uh, the reason I am speaking to you today is because one of the biggest uh, music festival in East Africa has just taken place, the Nyege Nyege Music Fe- Festival. And you were there a couple of days ago, and I am just so fascinated about this festival because, you know, it went on a two-year hiatus because, you know, COVID regulations, and it's finally back in full swing. And I'd love to find out more about this festival. Like, were there any festivals like it before it started? And what is it that, you know, created a need for this particular festival? Um, the Nyege Nyege Festival was kind of like a creative mistake, if you'd ask me. It, it was just a bunch of people that got together, a bunch of creatives that got together back in uh, uh, 2013. And uh, a couple of them were, were, were artisans, a couple of them were musicians, and um, they were not really mainstream. They got together to kind of showcase their craft, uh, mainly amongst themselves. And then they suddenly started getting a, a following. Yeah, they, they, were, they, they had um, this gathering out of town about a... Uh, 40, 50 minute drive out of town uh, by the, you know, scenic area by the, the, the shores of, uh, of the river. And um, it kind of just grew in popularity. I think it started picking up around 2015, which is when I attended for the first time. And uh, it happened once a year and it just became a fixture on the entertainment calendar. You know, you just had to go for Nege Nege. If you're a kind of party person like I am, social and so forth, you had to go for the festival every, every, every year. It's kind of like if you, you would relate it to something like Burning Man, it's out of town, it's a little remote, and uh, it's a good break from, you know, the club, the popping bottles and all that, that kind of scene. So it's very different, and, and, and it was just something you look forward to. I love that you've been going since 2015 because you're a testament to the fact that, listen, East Africa, Uganda, the world loves this music festival. It's where it's at. And when you look at the growth of the festival over the years, what would you say has made it such a big part of, you know, the culture and the calendar in East Africa? I guess the fact that it embraces uh, the culture and (laughs) the culture of, 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 of not only Uganda, but it started off with embracing Ugandan culture, which was just, you know, our arts and our music. And then it went on to embrace music from different parts of, 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 the, of the continent and then the world. You know, we started off by having uh, some Kenyan uh, uh, performers, some Tanzanians. Then we welcomed the South Africans and Nigerians. And now we have people from Asparo, from Brazil, from Norway. I met some guys from Sweden as well and Scotland. Like, it just became a fusion of music from so many different places. So what started off as like one main one stage where people would perform broke off into i think the last time at uh, this year's edition had six different stages so you had you know some people who were doing some edm uh there were some guys from china with some crazy edm and we had you know we had 
the likes of, of Virgo Deep from South Africa who were doing a whole I'm a piano thing on one stage. You go to another stage, there's a whole reggae, you know, ragga fusion. Uh, there's a little bit of rock on one side. Then there's obviously the Afrobeat, native Ugandan. It was, it's like so many different uh, flavors, which is why I think it was, it's ca- ca- uh, cap- it, it's capable to cater to quite a number of different people. Um, not only different nationalities, uh, not only different nationalities, but people with different diverse tastes. Um, so you're bound to walk around and you're, you're, you'll see a couple of guys doing, you know, the, the street beat, beatboxing and uh, they, hold that, they have that whole lifestyle to them. And then on the other side of, of, of the venue, you'd find these kind of goth, kind of rock people um, into that kind of scene. Then you find the whole Afrobeat, you know, popular music kind of people. So you get what I mean? It's a whole fusion of different uh, people all coming together. And at one point or another, they all cross over, you know, go try something different, come back here, go try something different. And yeah. You know, my favorite part about listening to you is the part where you mentioned that, you know, there's rock that plays at the festival. And I'm like, I have not heard rock in so long. And the other fascinating thing about you is that you're actually a rock DJ. I mean, you also specialize in, you know, all the other genres, but rock is your core. And when I think of music on on the African continent, I must be honest, I forget that rock is still such a big part of the culture. Yes, it is. Um, but you know what? I want to tell you something very weird. The last time I was in SA, I run to um, uh, uh, the Hard Rock Cafe in, in Nelson Mandela Square. Mm. And I was very surprised to get there and very disappointed that I got there. And they're like, oh, Ross, we don't play that here. <laughs> you know, do I'm a piano? And I was like, no way, man. Um, it is such a niche genre and um, I, I, I mean, I just, I, I almost get turned on by a guitar, you know, the guitar strums just kill me. So every time I hear a guitar go off, I, I love it. And uh, yeah, it, it's, it's always great for, for venues like that because people come out and they bum off with their guitars and uh, yeah, put out some great tunes. That is amazing. I definitely can't hear you. Uh, can't wait to hear you play one day. Um, and the other incredible thing is that, you know, not only are you a TV presenter, but you're also a radio personality. And as somebody who works in the media scene in Uganda, you mentioned that uh, Nyege Nyege, one of the other reasons that people love it so much is because it promotes Ugandan music and, you know, Ugandan culture. What role would you say media plays in promoting culture in the country? Um media well i mean we play we as 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 personalities on the radio and the tv we 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 play a big role and djs as well we play a big role in terms of promoting the culture and uh we've been um kind of uh put in the limelight because there's been a lot of um afro beat being played around especially you know to to zone in nigerian music and um you know many times we've been as radio personalities as djs a lot of people are like, oh, you're always promoting these foreigners, you're always promoting Nigerians. Um, why is that the case? You don't promote enough Ugandan music. And to be honest, um, the quality of the music, for example, out of Nigeria was very, has been significantly good. And a lot of people have been requesting for it. So we have no option but to play it. But I mean, we're trying to put our foot down and also saying, you know what, we recognize guys from, from right here at home. And uh, we're giving them as much space as possible um, to also just uplift the local scene, the local culture, the local... Uh, musicians and kind of give them um, a platform. So you find events like this where these, you know, underground artists, as 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 they call them, uh, have a chance to to showcase their art 
on a stage that's shared with people like Virgo Deep, who's an established musician, it's, it's a great thing, you know? So you have a bunch of people come and see Virgo Deep, fine. But then they also get a chance to also see this Ugandan DJ also, um, you know, pull out some Ama Piano uh, mixes or maybe uh, Ama Piano songs as well. Because, you know, you, for example, you know, with that genre, you have people doing Ama Piano even here. Um, yeah, so, you know, festivals like this, um, in terms of, you know, uh, giving the local, um, the local musicians um, a spotlight are very important. And uh, I think that's why they also grew in popularity. I love what you're saying that, um, you know, the festival and media people do so much to promote culture. However, despite all of that, the U government, con- uh, the Ugandan government continues to threaten to shut down the festival. I mean, there were threats again this year where they call it um, yeah. an immoral festival and they keep threatening yes. to shut down and they're like, we're not going to have this party again this year. And, you know, as young people and festival goers, how do you guys react to this sort of advances from your government? Um, you know, we're, we're a little bit of, uh, I'd say in contrast to maybe South Africa, we're a little bit of a, a conservative society. Um, a lot of things don't cut it here, you know, like the skimpy clothing and stuff like that. You might pull that off at night, but during the daytime, people, you know, will get the itch, so to speak, and look at you like, oh, what are you doing? So we're a little bit of a old school conservative society. So I kind of see where the, uh, the grandpas are coming from. I'm going to call them that, that generation of older people are kind of like, uh-uh, you know what? Uh, you're damaging our morals, the morals of our kids, as they were saying. But, you know, um, for example, uh, recently, one of the MPs who was trying to put this down had a daughter whose sex tape had leaked. And, he, you know, he kind of jumped into the spotlight because people were saying, listen, Whoa. for example, you're not looking after your child. So how do you start telling us as a society that we're spoiling her when she comes out? Um, I mean, there's that aspect to it where you have the younger and, and the older generation. We... In Uganda, we have um, the youngest population in the world, um, uh, very young people in contrast to the old people. Um, so you, you, you're bound to have that kind of clash where the younger people are like, you know what, this is what we want to do, this is what's cool. And then older people are like, ah, you know what, morals, values, and A, B, C, D. Um, I mean, that aside, I think there was also just people in, um, in parliament who, you know, like that little kid in class who never does anything but if you get a chance to report on somebody he'll do it so you can say you know what i did my job i kind of made my name and uh, i think some of the parliamentarians to be honest um just <laughs> don't do much and we only hear about them on such issues they they, they try to become vocal kind of to um uh, to 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 make a stance that yes they try to do something in parliament or at least had their voice was heard i don't know if you get what i'm saying mm, mm, mm. lastly there was word but I don't know about this because, you know, it's just word on the street that, you know, um, some people needed to be bribed and things like that. You know what I mean? So, oh, no. <laughs> they, they, you know, it's Africa. So, you know, this kind of thing happens, man. People see you making a lot of money. and But that's bound to happen. You know, I, I've thrown a couple of, of concerts myself, events and stuff. And, uh, you know, once you have something really successful, there's always going to be a policeman or a lawmaker somewhere who's like, hey, 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 listen, I didn't see nothing come to my office. And they can come at you with like the flimsiest of reasons. They'll be like, your music too loud or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you, you have to kind of, you know, make sure everybody's happy, quote unquote, if you catch my drift. <laughs> and I guess, you know, by, by the lawmakers saying, hey, you know what? What's this festival about? They were basically saying, hey, listen, where's my cut? 
you know <laughs> um <laughs> it is what it is it is what it is we 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 kind of figured out what's going on in the background <laughs> And, you know, like you mentioned, Uganda is a conservative country, and that's the case for a lot of other countries on the African continent. And festivals like Nyege Nyege are so important for promoting African culture. What do you think other, other, other countries on the continent can learn from a festival like Nyege Nyege? Um, I think it's all inclusiveness. Um, it's very inclusive with regard to um, the different cultures in the different um, uh, uh, countries as well. Um, uh, a lot of a lot of other countries, I think, even the way Negenegi started, have great um, festivals for themselves. You know what I mean? They cater to the native South African, cater to a Kenyan, cater to a Nigerian. Um, but the more that they start to say, okay, you know what? We're going to impose and force you to listen to this dude from China. We're going to impose and force you to listen to this dude from Uganda. We're going to impose and force you to listen to this guy from, from, from Rwanda. You know what I mean? And then, you know, like, for example, I think um, there, was, there was a point during the festival that we had uh, these Burundian guys um, drumming, doing this traditional drumming. And they have this sacred Burundian drum um that they were drumming away and, and getting people to kind of engage and also drum on it and it was very engaging a lot of us had never really seen um these drums being used They're extremely loud and when they drum when they they hit those drums you, your body literally um vibrates you can feel your heart go places um so we get exposed to these things and these are things we wouldn't ordinarily find uh but because they were forced on us now we get a, a deeper understanding and a deeper appreciation you know, using that example again of the Burundian culture. Mm. And uh, I think for other countries, it would be great. They, I know they do have their festivals, um, you know, for example, the Burning Man um, and um, uh, the Kenyans also have like the Koroga Festival. There's Afro Nation all the way in Ghana. And all these, con- all these countries can also kind of impose on their, their people to say, hey, listen, you know what? There's this great genre from, from SA. There's this great genre from Namibia, from from uh from Malawi that you should listen to and slowly by slowly I think that's you know music is a great thing it can bring us together um as a continent and you know Africa we could always do everything we can to bring us together (laughs) (laughs) that that's fact that's fact and you know listening to you speak um not only do I want to attend the Nyege Nyege music festival but I just want to so badly come and see and experience Uganda so on a list if you were to list the top three things people must see in Uganda, what are they for you? Um, well, I'm going to start it off with the women. We've got some beautiful <laughs> women here. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that aside, uh, I go with number one, the mountain gorillas. Those are uh, kind of like a staple for anybody coming to the country. Uh, between Uganda and Rwanda, we're the only places in the world that you can actually see mountain gorillas in the wild. So, that's got to be it. Um, away from that, um, you have to experience the, the party scene. The party scene is very different. Uh, Ugandans party different. I've, I've partied in different places, different continents as well around the world, and not because I'm from here, but the party scene here is very different and um, very vibrant. I guess that would be one thing to, to kind of take in. And uh, the third would be somewhere along nature again. And I would say probably one of the, um, uh, like the source of the, the River Nile, which is uh, the longest river in, in the world. That is also something I think that's uh, definitely worth uh, visiting and probably 
you know, rafting or kayaking along the Nile. Oh, that sounds like a dream. And I definitely can't wait to do it one day. DJ Denzel UG, TV personality, radio presenter, and of course, a DJ chatting to us about one of the biggest festivals in East Africa and on the African continent, the Nyege Nyege Festival in Uganda. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. And for once, being the person who's being interviewed and giving us so much insight in this, into this dope event that takes place. Thank you for hanging out with us today on the Africa Update. No, Ohala, it was great talking to you all the way from Uganda. You stay safe and uh, yeah, always great to catch up. Catch up from some of the best moments from the 5 Drive team by going to 5FM's catch up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.city.